I'm so excited to be here. It's a plum pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege. Uh, <laughs> yes, and back at you, sir. And to all of us who get to be with you today, thank you for being on the panel show. Hey, John! <laughs> Hello, Pamela. Great to be here. Super excited. How are you doing? Oh, it is so exciting. Well, everybody, this is John Tellerico. Welcome to the Pamela Show, where we learn and we grow together. I am so excited to continue this incredible series, season three, dedicated to the women of the Power Voice or the Women of Power series. Woo! And today, with me in studio, I have two more of these incredible powerhouse women with power voices part of the amazing book anthology, Women of the Power Voice, which is based off of the Power Voice system created by the legendary Les Brown and the amazing coach, John Tallarico. All of us went through the Power Voice system and learned sitting at the knee of both of these men, but especially Les Brown, how to develop and use the gift within our voice. And these women are using their voice and changing the world, changing the world all over, literally. And so today in studio, I have two queens with me, and you'll understand that later because they're queens, but there's also something with a crown that will happen in a little bit. So we have Queen Sandra and Queen Dr. Esaveri in the house. <laughs> welcome, welcome. And it's going to be a dynamic time together today. I can feel it in my bones. This is going to be a lot of fun. So I have my paper and I have my pen. And I suggest that you all get something to write on because these ladies will be dropping some power nuggets today. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to start with you, Sandra. Tell me, tell all of us, hmm, who are you? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I think I ask myself that question every single day and I ask it every day on purpose so that I can remember who I am and uh, why I'm here. So what I do is I am a eight time best-selling author. Oh, and first time international best-selling author. Yay. I'm excited about that. I'm also a certified empowerment coach as well as a nonprofit consultant and speaker. But who I am is someone who walks in love, in peace, and joy. That is who I am. Every day I wake up, I wake up in peace, in love, and joy. And so I think for me, 
those are the titles that I like to wear versus what I do. Took me a long time to get there, but I'm grateful that I'm there now. That is really powerful. Think about that, everybody. Just pause for a second. When you wake up in the morning, do you locate those attributes being manifest in your in your spirit, in your heart at that moment? Like, or do you wait until you feel crabby? <laughs> and then you go, oh, oh, you know, like getting up and having that be a first and foremost thought. That's really powerful. I am peace. I am joy. I am love. And really believing that. That's going to change the way you walk out your day. I love that, Sandra. Thank you for sharing that. Thank wow. <laughs> Powerful. Dr. Essaveri, woo! woo! <laughs> Welcome to the Pamela Show. So glad you are here. Please tell us, doctor, who are you? Thank you so much, Dr. Pamela, for having us here. I feel so good. I feel so honored to be on your show. Thank you all. Thank you for everyone also that is watching. Like she said, I am Dr. Severi, and I am a coach. I'm a speaker. I'm a consultant. I'm a CEO. I'm a queen. I have a lot of titles. But you know what? My best title is being a mom to two amazing boys. I love that God chose me to be the caretaker for them and to just, you know, keep just being that strong mom, mm -hmm. giving them direction. I feel it's a very huge responsibility. I wake up every morning, like Sandra said, and I remind myself that I am the light of the world. And my purpose is to keep shining my light, do as much as possible to shine that light so that God's glory can be seen in my life. Thank you. Shine your light so God's glory can be seen. You know, I was riding or driving my children the other night as a very doctor, as a very and we were looking at Christmas lights. And one of my kids said, why does everybody put their Christmas tree in the window? And mm -hmm. it was a great opportunity to talk about how our light is supposed to shine into the world, right? It was a great opportunity to talk about the light of the world, but the light of the world in us for the whole world to see experience and you drive by and you see all those beautiful Christmas lights and what it really is that it exemplifies what we are supposed to be doing with our life. So I love how you added that in there. And also when you said that God chose me to care give and to take care of my children and to guide them. Wow. That puts parenting right where it should be, right? Like that's um, huge. That is huge. So I really appreciate your input on that. Thank you, ladies. You know, it just, as we enter into the rest of this interview now, there's this, this vision of the two of you that everybody has and that they can identify to their own lives as well. And that's a big deal because you guys are international top-selling authors, established as coaches in your own right and all the different things that you do. But we've had a little peek into the real you. And it just makes the interview so much more authentic. So I appreciate you guys being real. Thank you, ladies, for doing that. 
I said guys, I meant ladies. <laughs> All right, so let's continue on. And Sandra, could you tell me, tell us, what does the women of the power voice, what does that mean to you? You know, I sat and pondered that question when I saw that you were going to ask us that question. And personally, outside of being a part of the Les Brown Power Voice Academy, having John Tellerico as a coach and a mentor, and even being a part of the power, the women's power voice, I think what it most meant to me is the power of my voice as a woman, right? It's, it's like, although we know that we have stories to tell and that our voices are meant to be heard, I think it really took on something different when the, the visionaries, of course, you and Yashika, decided that there was going to be the women of the power voice. It was just I think for me, it just made me realize that we are more powerful than we know. I'm more powerful than I know, that my voice is meant to be heard. Being in Les, being in Les Brown's Power Voice Academy was the epitome of it, and that started that for me. But then to actually be with a bunch of beautiful, amazing women, and we all lend our voices to the world, was just simply amazing. And it just made me smile. Cause as you know, I wasn't going to be a part and I'm glad I wasn't, I was not going to be a part of it, but I'm so thankful that I am because I wake up every morning with, like I said, in love, joy, and peace, but reminding myself that I have a voice, whether it's to one person or whether it's to many that my voice is needed. Our voices collectively are needed. And it's about community. Community. I've never been a part of a major community like this. So to be a part of a community where we are powerful women is just awesome. And so it reminds me as well of community because I grew up with my grandmother and aunts and all that with community. So yes, it's a powerful thing to be a part of an amazing community. Wow, that's huge. So takeaways for me from your statement, number one was the power, I wrote it down, the power of my voice as a woman, like realizing and internalizing that and coming to terms with that, that your voice doesn't just matter. There's a power as a woman that we carry. And then the other thing you said was community and how you likened it to family. Because you're saying it reminds you of aunties and grandmothers and, you know, all of that, cousins, whatever. You were talking about a community as a family. And so that's yes. really, really powerful. A family using their voice. And it's powerful. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Doctor, how about you? What does women of the power voice mean to you? Wow, the women of the power voice, I want to liken it to three words. And I thought about three S. First of all, I feel honored and privileged that I'm part of this great mission. And I've always referred to this book as a divine assignment. I feel it's divine because 
I mean, there are lots of reasons why women come together, but for us to come together and you and Yashika name this as the women of the power voice, um, I see it as a seed. So my first S would be a seed. Is a seed that is sown right now, but you know, as seeds, it will grow, it will germinate. So for us to be able to lend our voice as a seed in this world, it's very huge. So I'm really very grateful for that. I also see it as salt in terms of seasoning. Our voice have been brought together for such a time as this to season the earth. So for those 30 something stories that people are gonna read from this book, it's gonna add flavor to lives. People are gonna be able to draw, you know, be able to feel that flavor in their life, yes. what SALT stands for. And lastly, I see the women as a power voice ontology, as a book for strength. Strength, because as women, as I was going through those stories, I was drawing strength from every of those authors, strength in different areas. A lot of those stories resonated with me. So I see the women as a power voice mm. anthology as a seed for legacy because it will grow and germinate, produce more good fruits, as a salt for flavor, and also as a source of strength. Wow. That is really incredible. Seed, salt, and strength. Amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely. The book is now a living document of our stories, Les Brown's story, and that we are part of that legacy, as well as John Tallarico, but also for all those generations to come. That is really powerful. And salt, as you were saying that, this thought came up in my heart that salt is also used to preserve like so there's mm. that salt and that seasoning and there's the preserving um and in minnesota where i live they put salt on the roads to break down the damaging ice so there is this productive part of salt right that's like there's seasoning there's there's a preserving and then there's also the melting and the breaking down of well things that don't need to be there. So I really, that really spoke to me. I appreciate that. And of course, both of those things are going to produce strength. I love that. S-S-S. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. So let's continue on. So my next one is the Oprah Winfrey question. And Oprah likes to ask her guests a question similar to this. What is your intention? And so when it comes to your calling, in this earth and that mingling with the women of the power voice which is part of your calling let's start with you doctor what is your intention i had to take a deep breath because that's a deep question yes one of the things i mentioned in my book was to do what you are called to do to find that reason why you were created. What is your purpose? And that's a question I keep asking myself every day because I want to be sure that I'm in alignment. Maya Angelou says that people will forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. 
as soon as I realized that my voice was my superpower, my goal is to use my voice as much as possible anywhere that I can, every opportunity that I have to make people feel the way that they are supposed to feel, to get them aligned to their purpose, even as I'm being realigned again and again. I realize that there's strength in my voice and what I say to people, what I say to my children, like I first started. I realize that how I say it to them also matters. And so my goal is to continue to use that voice for every platform, opportunities, every stage that I get to grace, small, medium, or large, to leave a world in the hearts of men that will keep them in alignment with their purpose and to do what lights them up. Wow. Again, such a powerful answer. What a beautiful intention. Thank you for sharing that. That's something to make you think on, all those words that she just shared. That was not something that you just came up with on the fly. We can tell that came out of the depths of your being. So beautiful. How about you, Sandra? What is your intention when it comes to the call on your life and that mingling together as being a part of the women of the power voice? So for me, I am reminded to live from my soul, to live at the core of who I am because we get so caught up in what we should be doing versus being because when you're being you're living from your soul and that is your purpose your purpose is to live from your soul and be your true authentic self in using your voice and you know like as very said you know uh our voices are a superpower i also say for me living from my soul and my spirit is also one of my superpowers. So it is showing up from the depths of my soul, no matter where I am, whether it's in the grocery store or whether it's on a large stage and using my voice because we have something to say and to share. And you think you're by yourself, or at least I used to think that until I opened my mouth one day and recognized that there were others who were waiting on me to open my mouth, to share deeply from my soul so that they too can know that it's okay. So I finally realized after all that I've been through these last six months of my life, that my purpose is to live deeply from my soul and show up as such and just be and just flow because that is who I am and that is how God created me to be. And once I do that, the world will be a better place. I will leave love, joy, peace, wherever I go. It will get sprinkled on everybody because I'm living from the depths of my soul. Wow, what an answer. Oh my gosh. Living from the depths of your soul, that is where the power for your voice mm -hmm. is, right? It's not just about this. There has to be something from the deep that comes out that has power. Mm -hmm. Living from your soul. Love that. 
that's like a drop the mic moment and write that down in your book if you didn't where you're taking notes that's powerful let's continue on and so sandra i'm going to ask you another one now tell us a little bit about your chapter just give us a sneak peek into that and maybe include in there how you ended up in the anthology <laughs> yes <laughs> so <laughs> that, that that's a funny story um so my chapter really talks about you know, in, enlightenment and talks about, because my hashtag is always, it's an inside job. Because again, I'm talking about the depths of my soul. And my chapter talks about how I woke up and realized that I'm still here. So I, I talk about my attempted suicide and I, and I share how I woke up and realized that my enlightening moment was I'm still here and there must be a reason why I am still here. And how I really had to go on a journey to figure out why. And if the truth be told, I'm still on that journey, but the journey has gotten better because I'm learning about who I am and why I'm here. And how I, wow, how I got into the book. Well, <laughs> first I was asked to be in the book by another one of our Power Voice uh, women. And at first I said yes, but then life took a toll for me and I ended up pulling back out of the book. <clears throat> I remember emailing Pamela going, I can't do this. I, I forgot how I said it, but I was just like, I just wasn't prepared. I didn't think I could handle it. And this is why I said community. And I remember Pamela after a while saying, no, we need you in the book. And because I asked God, I prayed and I said, God, I think you told me to be in this book. And if I'm supposed to be in this book, then you're going to let me know. But right now I can't do it. And lo and behold, Dr. Pamela <laughs> inboxed me and said, we need you in the book. And I said, okay. And community stepped up and community helped me to make sure that my story was in there, that everything was right. I didn't have to worry about anything, but take care of me and understand who I am. And so I think my story that's in this book all correlates to why I'm in the book. It really, really does. It correlates to why I'm in the book. My purpose is to live for my soul and my story is about me waking up and realizing that I'm still here and that is something for me to do. Hence, my power voice and why I'm in the book. Awesome. Well, I can't imagine you not being in this <laughs> anthology. I'm so glad that you pressed through. Thank you for doing that. Thank, Thank you. you for listening. Yes. <laughs> right? Right? Yes. All right. Dr. Essaberry, how about you? Tell us a little bit about your chapter and how you ended up in the anthology. Wow. So the title of my chapter is how I went from a weak voice to a power voice. And the reason I chose that title was because it kind of resonated with the book, with the title of the book, right? Because I couldn't just believe how far they said if you want to know how far you've gone then just take a peek at your review mirror and see i mean you shouldn't be looking at your review mirror or else you're not gonna 
you know, be focused, right? But sometimes there's a reason why the rear view mirror is small and your windshield is large because God actually wants us to keep, you know, moving forward. And so prior to 2020, I've had this urge, like, to get out there. And like I mentioned earlier, my superpower is my voice. I knew there was something about my voice. I knew that where I was, the space where I was, wasn't enough. Like I wasn't, like God wanted me to do more, but I didn't know how. So when the pandemic broke, I used the opportunity and, you know, I went online and I would say the pandemic was actually a blessing in disguise because it gave me the opportunity to step forward, to, you know, follow my heart, to do that thing that I was passionate about. Even though I couldn't see the whole 10 hundred yards, I just took that leap of faith. And the first thing I did, I remember when I was starting my brand, the five to nine CEO, I remember turning on the camera and going on live during the pandemic. And before turning on the camera, my heart was, my mind was like, what are you going to say? Nobody wants to listen to you. You have a voice. What do you have to say? A lot of people speaking online. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go out there and use what I have. Start from where I am right now and just start speaking to people. And I realized that and I, as I started to, as I turned on the camera and I, and I shared with them, I introduced myself and I shared with whoever was there. I didn't know who was watching. I had this peace in me. And I came back again a couple of days and I continued to do it. And you know what, Dr. Pamela, that's where I realized that, yes, God has given me something. I have a gift because a lot of people, the feedback I was getting was, oh, I enjoyed what you said. I enjoyed listening to you. I got some nuggets. You know, I was actually talking about business because that's what my brand was about. And even though I wasn't a guru in business, I was just sharing my little knowledge. And sometimes I was a reporter of some, some books or some events that I attended online. And I kept doing that. And I started to resonate with a lot of people. And people started to message me like, very please come online. Like when I don't come online, people are messaging me like, we haven't seen you today. And I'm like, at first, I didn't really realize that I was doing a lot because I was like, what am I? I'm just being myself. And sometimes I just come online, I'm just sharing and I'm laughing at myself. And they're like, that gave me strength. And people will re reach out to me and say, um, that's, that's, you know, when I, I look forward to listening to you, it gave me direction and I had to embrace myself. I had to embrace my gift. And a little bit about my book was talking about how I'm right here in the United States. My family, most of my family live in Nigeria because I'm from Nigeria, right? But I didn't know that somebody very close to my mother somebody that literally sees my mother almost every day, they attend the same church, was actually one of the people that was following me online. And she used to always come on my life. But she sees my mother every day. She didn't know. She had no idea that this so-called lady she, you know, tunes in to listen to and gain get some knowledge from. It's actually the daughter of um, the mother that is just sitting close to me. She didn't know. And so... That was a wow moment for me. So a part of my book, which I want you guys to go when you get the copies, like reach out if you haven't gotten the copy yet, once we have our hard copies and all that, I want you to go read it. I'm not going to give you all of the story, but she 
you know, kind of told my mom one day, he said, okay, this is a lady I've been listening to. And that moment was an aha moment for my mom. My mom has heard that, okay, I've been going online and I've been speaking to people. She didn't really, you know, have all the details and all that. But to find out that this lady that her friend has been speaking about was her daughter, it, my mom broke down in tears. And I remember my sister, you know, telling me the whole story. And I remember God, I remember what God told me that I'm sending you to the world, you know, and I was just happy that I listened to that urge to go because you never know who is listening. So if you're listening to this right now, God has told you to do something. God might have told you just like Abraham, you're going to, I'm going to give you descendants that are going to be as far as your eyes can see. If you're sitting down in your room, in your studio, wherever, and you're trying to imagine how, how can this be? You won't be able to fathom it. Just take that leap of faith and start. It may look very stupid. It may look foolish, but he uses the foolish things of this world to confirm the wise. A lot mm -hmm. of my um, high school, we say secondary school back home in Nigeria. They're looking at me now and they are wondering, I couldn't, I wasn't that loud voice in class. I couldn't speak. Like I was always scared. And if you're from Africa, you know what I mean? All, they, um, we grew up in a, in a society that says that the lady's voice or the female voice needs to be lower. But now look at me here doing what I'm called to do. So I just want to use this opportunity to encourage you. And I'm grateful for um, one of the Power Voice women also that invited me to be part of this anthology. Um, her name is Pele Honkins. And I said yes as soon as she told me. I'm glad that um, I was able to lend my voice to all of the other women. So thank you so much, Dr. Pamela and Yashika, for this great vision. Oh, my gosh. That is so amazing. But I have this little scepter here. And that's your cue. I have the scepter. I can dub you, I suppose. But um, what do you have? Yay! <laughs> All right, queens. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who is here today that is watching, that is listening. And I know that you have been changed. And so as I like to say always, you are here on purpose, with a purpose, by design. Now go on out there and be the salt and the light everywhere you go. We'll see you next time on The Pamela Show. Bye. Bye-bye.